Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Tonight, I can report to the American people and to the world that the United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden. Where we continue to follow the capture and killing of Osama bin Laden now. Those are just some of the scenes overnight as thousands of Americans gathered in celebration of Osama bin Laden's death. Former Navy SEAL Rob O'Neill says he has thought about the mission every day since that May Day in 2011. From multiple conversations you had with Rob O'Neill over the past year and a half, How'd you get and you described that his head kind of exploded yes. when you hit I, him. Yes, I actually hit him three times. I shot him twice when he was standing and once on the ground. That is the fucking American badass. We are not going for fame and we are not going for bravado. We are going for the single mom who dropped her kids off at elementary school on a Tuesday morning and then 45 minutes later she jumped to her death out of a skyscraper. If you need help, hang up and then dial your operator. I'm Rob O'Neill, and this is the Operator Podcast. (laughs) Where do we start other than it is episode 69 of the Operator Podcast. I am Robert J. O'Neill. I'm trying to figure out where to go with this. I want to talk, obviously. We, I mean, there's so much stuff I want to talk about. I want to get on with the mental health issue. I want to talk about the trip to Mexico, Ibogaine treatment, how we all should do it. I'm not going to today because it's just not time yet. There's, there's so much nonsense happening right now. Um, democracy dies in darkness. That is a wonderful, um, a wonderful quote. It's actually the official slogan of the Washington Post. I think in ni- uh, sorry, 2017 they probably picked that up before a couple years before the lockdown. And I think what they meant by that was uh, something along the lines: um, in order to have an educated voter base, the voters need to be told the truth. Which is funny, coming from the Washington Post. (laughs) New York Times light. Uh, Because a lot of the press, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, comes from Associated Press. There's a a lot of places out there that don't have the budget to send reporters to different places. Um, and there's really not, not a need with, uh, with the way we're all connected through social media and everything and, and uh, the 24-hour news cycle. There's news on all the time. When they first started out with the 24-hour news stuff, people thought they were nuts because you're supposed, you know, you're supposed to have the wrong Ron Burgundy in State Classy San Diego. What are you going to report on all night long? And, and uh, you can find the news pretty much anywhere, especially with social media. You can look on stuff like TikTok which is where I'm assuming a lot of kids nowadays get their news because uh, that's always the truth. But they're saying in order to have a, a, a an educated voting base, you should get proper news, which I agree with. We should be able to know what's going on, but there are places out there that aren't telling us what we want to know. But the way I see it, the term democracy uh, dies in darkness is 
it comes at you a step at a time. We're at a point right now, and I've had these conversations recently. I was in New York City recently, this week. And um, I went to a fundraiser in the city, in the meatpacking district, Chelsea. Uh, New York City, I love it there. It's still awesome. But uh, we went into a place that was full of restauranteurs, um, hospitality-type folks. They own hotels. There were owners of major hotels and restaurants and um, professional sports teams, and they were raising money to help Israel because they're educated, and they're all successful, and they know what's actually going on. They're very open-minded, but again, they're successful, which to a lot of people that love to be professional victims, they're the oppressor. So going into New York City, it, it was it, I, I, I was in there, and, and before we got in there, there was really good security, metal detectors and big security guys, and a ton of NYPD were there. And they, were, they weren't covering the entire block, but this, this restaurant was near a corner, and there were cops going up uh, 10th Ave and then across the other, and, and uh, a big presence because it is New York City. And a lot of, a lot of anti-Israel hate is going around. And we got inside and I was talking to a lot of my friends, a lot of my Jewish friends, and we were just, you know, discussing where did this come from? It's like, where did it come from? People like me, I have been saying for decades the dangers of letting falsehoods creep in. And it starts off slow and it slowly builds up. And, and um, I mean, you can go way in depth with this, but that's where, that's where democracy and freedoms actually die. When you're, when you're not able to tell the truth without sometimes uh, getting arrested, depending on which side you're on, that's democracy dying. When someone is saying we're doing this to pr- promote democracy, but they're actually promoting Marxism, that's democracy dying in the darkness, and it comes step by step. I, I've, been, I've been saying that things are changing, and I was telling them that. It's like, well, a lot of you um, are New Yorkers, a lot of you are Jewish, yet for some reason you, you vote Democrat, which is fine if you want to, because we should be a free country. I'm, I think we're losing our freedom slowly, but if, if that's the way you want to vote, fine. That's the way you want to vote. But stop lying to yourself. Why is all this stuff happening in the city? Why is crime rising? Why are people getting pushed in front of subways? Why do we have this much security outside? Because why are the colleges around here teaching everyone that Israel is the occupier? Israel is causing the, as they say, they're causing genocide and apartheid overseas. Um, why is there so much homelessness? Why are there so many migrants here from countries all over the world? Why? Well, it's because of the policies. And it's it's what a lot of Democrats are doing. And, you know, that goes back to personal power. And it's, uh, it's even to a point where elected officials don't feel the need to answer their constituents. They need to answer to their bosses and their parties in order to keep their jobs. Um, the talking points that they say and they won't answer a simple yes or no question, that, that's what's happening. And it's sad to see it in a place like, like New York, in a beautiful place on a, on a night in the middle of the week. And it was a great crowd. I mean, it was a sad crowd. I was able to talk to uh, a woman who was, who was in the IDF, the Israeli Defense Force, She's, which you need to do. I mean, you're required to do if you're in Israel as an Israeli citizen. Uh, but she happened to, be, she's also a paramedic and she works with um, with the paramedic agency. And she was one of the first people to get into that part of Israel where the um, savages had just been through. Trying to 
saved people, recovering bodies. And there was stuff that she, she, I mean, I was speaking to a woman who was just there. I've been to war too. I've seen really bad shit. But I recognized the look in her eye. Her eyes. Uh, as she was explaining the stories, it's almost a, I mean, it's cool in movies to say the thousand yard stare. But this is not cool. And the way that, I mean, this woman was talking to me, looking looking at me, and, and we were speaking, and, and uh, just the, the, the gaze was kind of, it's kind of, it's a wandering gaze. It's a post-traumatic stress gaze. I've talked about PTSD, and it's real. And she was sort of explaining, she, she said, and even to me, she was saying that she doesn't really want to tell me everything she saw there. And, 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 and again, even with the ridiculousness that's happening in this country, where you've got one side, the screaming side, you know who they are, the screaming and yelling side. Well, if there's not pictures... That it didn't happen. We need proof or it didn't happen. Yet a few years ago with Christine Blase Ford. Well, you just believe the victim. Hashtag me too. Well, where, where are they now? Well, no, you don't want to see. You don't want to see a picture of a baby that they baked in its dead parent's oven alive. You don't want to see that shit. When the Palestinians actually followed Hamas into that part of Israel. Hamas went through, the militants went through, the savage militants went through. They were followed by Palestinians. Those are some of the people who did these atrocities. Went into a house of a young family, murdered the husband instantly in front of the family, and then violently raped the woman to the point where her legs were so disfigured. Did you see the picture of that woman in the back of the truck that Hamas was yelling Allahu Akbar, parading her in the back of the truck with her legs so distorted? You know why her legs were that distorted? Because she was violently gang-raped, mob-raped by animals. You don't want to see those pictures. You saw that picture, but they're holding the rest back. They were they were showing pictures to reporters this week. The Israeli um, folks in power were showing, because so many reporters are saying they don't believe it, they sat them in a room and they showed them uncut, 45 minutes of uncut GoPro footage that these things were wearing as they were murdering people. Murdering these families, raping the woman next to the, her freshly killed young husband as their babies in the oven, putting babies on stoves tops, cooking them, and and um, some of the reporters have to leave, had to leave early because they couldn't watch it. These were these were for, these were uh, on their GoPros, like you see on uh, on the internet. I mean, not these; they won't show these yet. They will, God help you, but. Um, the reporters had to leave. They had to give these reporters sedatives to calm them down. This is video they were seeing. These weren't the people that, that really were there and saw it. This woman, this IDF paramedic, told me that um, the the set, I mean, not the saddest, but one of the things that stuck out in her mind was trying to find survivors, and it was so hard to find them because they were so quiet, even though some of these kids that were shot, I've never been shot. I've stubbed my fucking toe when it hurts. But these kids were shot and they were silent. They weren't saying anything because they had learned in the previous hour, the previous few hours, that even if someone says they're Israeli, it might be Hamas waiting to do unthinkable things to me. And so they were silent. When she pulled some of these kids out and put them, finally got them into an ambulance, they were screaming in pain, not, not happy that they were. They, couldn't, they didn't know why they wanted to be alive anymore because their family was all killed around them. And they were screaming in pain. And she said, you were so silent the entire time. And this one boy in particular said, he, uh, she asked him how he was. And this woman's telling me this as she's kind of looking off into space. She said, the, she asked him how he was so quiet and why. And he said, I just stayed quiet because I kept repeating the prayer that I said at my bar mitzvah. 
and uh, just being in there was it's amazing to see it that the, they uh, to just to see the people there and they're raising money for Israel for the good guys to to help. The, the, so this never happens again. This this unthinkable uh, these atrocities never happen again. And they were asking, well, why does it? Uh, why is this? You know, what's going on in the city? It's it, it comes back to simplicity. Who did you vote for? You know, I, I left that place. I've been to Ramadi. I've been to Fallujah. I've been in Afghanistan. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm walking down the street, and I don't want to get too far away from the NYPD before I call my ride because I'm in New York now, and I'm wearing a Rolex. I, I know how to fight, but I don't, want to, I, don't want to, I don't want some dude coming up behind me with a pipe knowing he's not going to get arrested, or if he does, he's going to get right out. You know, hey, fuck it. I'm not going to get arrested, and I get a free Rolex after I knock some dude in the head with a pipe a bunch of times because that happens in New York. Now, I lived in Midtown for a few years, and it was not like that. I lived in a place called Hell's Kitchen. And it wasn't Hell's Kitchen. It was glorious. The restaurants were great. The service was great. And it was normal because we hadn't gotten to this level yet. And it's getting bad because of the policies, because of the politicians, because of the people we're electing. And the reason that we're electing these people is because we don't have the educated voters. They said, well, we have voters that know some stuff, but they're being told by people like the Washington Post what to do. And the people that try to tell the truth, oh, God, for, I mean, uh, my, I mentioned that my, uh, my stuff's restricted. I haven't been banned yet, but I'm definitely shadow banned. There are certain things you can't see on mine. Because all I'm trying to, you know, with the occasional dirty joke, which, hey, might be, <laughs> never lose your sense of humor. But I'm not purposely going out of my way to offend anybody. I'm just trying to say the truth. And it's, it's the whole thing where it, if it comes to it, if it, when, when the demon shows up, people like me are going to be the ones trying to defend normal people. It's not going to be the green-haired blogger in, in San Francisco. That motherfucker doesn't even know who he is. Who, he, they don't know who they are. And it comes slowly. Just like that. I mean, th- this is the... It, if you can get back, if you can keep it simple, if you can master just the basics... It's not that hard to see. It's not that hard to decipher between right and wrong. But we have a sitting Supreme Court justice who I think is a female. If I see her, she couldn't define what a woman is. That's not hard. That's the most basic. That's like the first thing in the Bible, a man and a woman. And now we're arguing about it. You know, I'll change my stance. I mean, I've said it before, and I don't give a shit what you do. Just stop doing it so loudly in our faces. We don't need that crap. But I will change my tune. Okay, here it is. When a woman transitions and dominates the NBA, I'm on board with that bullshit. But it um, it comes at you slowly. Piece by piece. In the darkness. At night. It creeps. It creeps in there. A, a prime, I mean, a prime example of um of that is you hear how they're they always say like the separation of church and state separation of church and state which means what they're saying it means right now is um you can't you know basically it was the nation is not founded on one religion even though the united states was born on judeo-christian values you can practice freedom of a religion here that's and that's great that's awesome i i mean we we should have diversity Pretty much everywhere, um, but they they say the the separation of church and state like it's uh, like it's in the constitution. The freedom of religion is, but the um, separation of church and state is a metaphor paraphrased from Thomas Jefferson, 
and used by others in discussions regarding the Establishment Clause and Free Exercise Clause of the First Amendment of the Constitution, which reads, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. But Thomas Jefferson, he, he penned that in Jan, on January 1st, 1802, to the Danbury uh, Baptist Association. The Danbury Baptist Association, uh, he wrote, Believing with you that religion is a matter which lies solely between man and his God, and it's a longer letter, and he penned it great, and obviously he had a grasp on the English language, one of those um, cool-ass feather pens that they dip in ink and whatnot. And he wrote the um, declaration. Um, but uh, that's what it was. And it wasn't saying, you can't do this here and can do that. You know, We have um, coaches getting, what, fired and arrested for saying, a pr- people getting arrested for silently praying somewhere. But I read this article just this week. Um and it was um, it, from this year, so it's, it's, it's been within the last few months, from uh, Mayor Eric Adams, the Muslim call to prayer will ring out more freely in New York City under guidelines announced by Mayor Eric, Eric Adams, which will foster the spirit of inclusivity. That's great, but it's piping the prayers out. So they're saying they're only going to do this, I believe, on uh, uh, sundown during Ramadan and then Friday night, um, which is their day of prayer. But they're piping it out through the streets. And it, uh, you don't, you know, you don't need uh, a permit anymore. And it's just slowly go further and further. He said, for too long, there have been a feeling, there has been a feeling that our communities were not allowed to amplify their calls to prayer. Today, we are cutting the red tape saying clearly that mosques and houses of worship are free to amplify their call to prayer on Fridays during Ramadan without a permit necessary. That's what they're saying. And they have a, they have, you can be a certain level above whatever. But now, now that, that doesn't seem to me as a separation of church and state. That seems like they're piping the call to prayer through New York City. So it's like, uh, you know, do as I say, but not as I do. One religion can do this and one religion can do that. That's, I mean, that's what it seems to me that they're, they're, they're I mean, it's almost like they're, they're, with all due respect, they're, uh, they're not fighting with Islam because they, you know, they know what could happen. Uh, they, they don't really fight against the, uh, the loud college students because they don't want to get canceled. University presidents, they, um, they don't want to fight with the students who are saying the most ridiculous shit, putting up pictures, ex-faculty putting up pictures of paragliders, free Palestine, that are going into murder kids. They don't want to fight against it because it's the loudest one. The, it seems like a lot of different religions are kind of... The, the, that's the same... New York City is the same NYPD that were going f- during the lockdowns, basically door-to-door knocking on doors. A lot of Jewish families. And that reminded me, you know... The night of broken glass type shit. We're rounding people up because there's too many of you in here. But at the time, it's like, well, no, it's just because of the safety of everyone. And it's it's not like we're going to get to the point where they're spray painting stars of David on businesses, but they're doing that now. Or on houses, but they're doing that now. Is anybody saying anything about that? Um, the This administration that I personally don't think gives a shit about anything but staying in power Definitely don't care about you. Um, uh, the vice president, her name is Kamala Harris. You might not have, have heard of her because she really doesn't do much. But she announced that we are now fighting. Uh, they, they announced a national strategy to combat Islamophobia. And they're doing this at a time where there is an unprecedented rise of uh, anti-Israel sentiment, anti-Semitism. 
Look at Cornell University. Look at a lot of these. Uh, Harvard's bad. Columbia's bad. You'll notice a trend, too. This is New York, New England, the liberal stuff. The uh, Probably the, the, the ground zero for everyone gets a participation trophy. Participation trophy. Blue ribbon for showing up. You're just here for the experience. As long as you had fun. Let's start with play dates. Don't drink that because it came out of the faucet. Make sure, you know, just the little things that slowly add up to this. I mean, keeping it simple, this is what happens when you raise pussies. So... That's what's going on. But, I mean, and they just, they say it that when, um, there was a a professor at Cornell who said um, October 7th with a murder of, was it 1,400 innocent people, he called it exhilarating because that's resistance. And this is the bullshit they say to resistance because of the occupation of Palestine, which is complete nonsense too, because let's be honest, um, Jewish people were there since the beginning of time. And I mentioned this over and over. I'm not going to get into it, but in 1948, the UN voted to give Jewish people from Europe and from Russia and from Ukraine, Israel, the land of Israel. Uh, They did leave and took settlers out of their homes, Jewish people out of their homes to give it to the Palestinians. But they're not good enough with that because they're going to keep attacking day and day and then they have a proxy state for all the radicals to hit them. But uh, he called it exhilarating. He's put on, put on, um, on, He's suspended away. He's coming back. There's another dude at Cornell, uh, Patrick Day, who is saying, make sure you find a Jew and follow him home and slit, slit his throat. Get a gun. Be as violent as you can. He was arrested by the FBI, which is, they're finally doing something. Um, but, that, I mean, that, that this is how it starts. This is the way the bad stuff starts. Rounding people up, spray painting stuff on people's homes, follow them, all this hate. And it's, it's by people who who get their information from radicalized professors. And a lot of these professors are there because of the word equity, because equity, I mean, that sounds great, doesn't it? It sounds like equality. It's totally different. Equity is you're, you're hired for the same result. Not, you should have an equal opportunity to get a position. You, you are not guaranteed the end result, but that's what equity means. So you get some of these people that are mad at everyone because they've been raised that they're oppressed. This is what happens with divide and conquer and i i'm i don't want to put people in categories we are americans here in the united states but that's not what the marxists want that's not what the communists want they want to label us you're not they don't want you to be an american they want you to be an asian american they want me to be an irish american you are an african american no we're americans and again to just trying to breathe a breath of fresh air in there there's a whole lot of people in this country that feel that way. A whole lot of neighbors. A whole lot of people who look differently but manage to get themselves together and form that caravan that goes to the place that had a hurricane, that suffered a flood, to help each other. That's what Americans do. Unfortunately, they don't have the platform, and if they do, they're going to get canceled. There are a hell of a lot of good people out there. Believe me, I, I put my phone down for like six hours the other day. I was so damn happy. I opened social media. Boom, miserable. That's the, uh, and I've said this before, but um, Babe Ruth said the loudest booze come from the cheapest seats. They're out there, but you can blatantly see the hate towards Israel. I mean, we, there are places, which was it? It was one of the, one of the universities. I forget which one because, I mean, it was, okay, it was either Harvard, Cornell, or, or Columbia. But there was one, um, one Jewish student who's the editor for the law review at that, for the paper at that college, one of them. 
And he was surrounded by people, and they're screaming at him, yelling shame, calling him horrible names. Um, God knows what they would have done if they if they um, didn't know cameras were everywhere because cameras are always everywhere. These are the same people that need a safe space because you said a man has a penis a couple years ago. Now they're out there. Boy, they're just, just vicious. These are people that would kill you with their hands if they could, just tear you apart. Same pl- and and I mean it's nice that the FBI is looking at this guy and this guy Patrick Day is he's gonna go to prison I would bet <clears throat> but this is again telling you bullshit. Do, do you remember that speech <laughs> when President Biden came out and it, it looked like a scene from fucking Return of the Jedi and there's those those big bright red lights behind him and two Marines. I still feel bad for those Marines because I mean. He, they're just doing what first sergeant told them to do and they're standing back there and that dipshit gets up there oh the ultra mega mega and the mega and and the the biggest threat to this country is white supremacy and blah blah and the fbi's all it's like we've got terrorists coming across the border that you keep open with your policies with terrorists coming over the cartel working with isis hamas is coming here china's sending people here isis is coming in here ruthless we're gonna hear about them too hamas is the flavor of the week for a lot of these guys and he's diverting the fbi labeling parents who come to school board meetings to challenge the school board about what they're teaching their kids they're domestic terrorists the fuck is wrong with this sorry about the impersonation too but you saw it i saw it i mean personally i I don't trust a dude who can't ride a bike or climb stairs without falling down. Um, I mean, just even the way, just he stares off into space and just sort of grins as he's getting questions asked to him that he doesn't have on a note card. Ultra MAGA MAGA, they made that up. I mean, they made the term MAGA, which stands for Make America Great Again, a, a, a domestic terror slogan. Make America Great Again. Let's. I'm down. Are you down? But instead, now they're calling for a ceasefire, which is ridiculous because you cannot have one side agree to a ceasefire and the other side. Now, you can't have a one-sided ceasefire. Hamas is out there right now, and, and they're, the leadership of Hamas is in Qatar, by the way, which is another country. For, for, uh, for all the educated um, college students out there, Qatar is actually another country in the Middle East. And the Middle East is, is not Knoxville, Tennessee, the Middle East part of the United States. It's a whole whole different place I, I you probably are too good at geology though because you know learning stuff instead of activism is, is difficult but uh um hamas is in cutter because that i mean again trying to be level-headed trying to be i swear i'm trying to be reasonable and i promise we can have a conversation to stop yelling but um in that part of the world and in every part of the world a lot of these countries are looking out for their self-interest so cutter's kind of like uh I mean, it's where we gave the five Taliban senior leaders back for Bo Bergdahl, another thing to talk about later. And and that's where people like Hamid Karzai and all those uh, eh, warlords, when we started feeding them cash, that's where they bought their, uh, their um, flats and cash and hookers and stuff. And they do that. 
Um, but that's where Hamas is. That's where a lot of people are. And it's kind of a medium. But the, I mean, if you want to cut the head of Hamas off, that's where it is there. And you got to deal with Qatar and that part of the world. But we're so weak right now. It doesn't matter. But, but uh, um, you know, they're, they're calling for, uh, they said October 7th and October 8th. They said a million days later, we will keep doing this because they're so oppressed. And, and, and their version of resistance is to violently rape people. But uh, um, the, so now the left is calling for a ceasefire because Hamas, what they like to do is put babies and uh, look, they're the ones with the prisoners. They, they abducted these people and raped them and kidnapped them. And now they have them a, as prisoners. But, but, you know, their version of resistance is to keep doing it. Now, they show the footage. Some of it's legit. I hate to see innocent people get hurt. The kids... Any side of a conflict that kills me. Kids do not need to be involved with that. And you can tell who the good guys are by the way they handle kids. But um, they're they're putting that up and then they're just they're taking Hamas at face value, who's a terrorist organization, as a battlefield terror interrogator. I've dealt with these people and I know I don't know if you can believe this or not, they lie to you. The only people who get into Gaza are the bad guys. They'll let a few reporters in there, but you better report what they're making you do. The hostages that they were sort of forced to release are saying, yeah, they were so nice to me. Well, because her husband is still there. What is she going to say? Yeah, they're a bunch of... No, she's going to say, yeah, they treated me great. It was amazing. But all they report is, well, the 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 Israelis now is genocide. It's bombings, and people are going to die in the bombs. They dropped leaflets. They tried to get them out. Hamas won't let them leave. Hamas is occupying the Gaza Strip. I... I can't say that enough. Hamas is doing it. But then they tell the AP, which like I mentioned before, they give, like if you've seen the reports where it's just one reporter saying the same thing and then all of a sudden it's a thousand reporters saying the same thing. They're on the level because the AP reports them what they want to do. So now it's ceasefire. We need a ceasefire to stop the, the genocide of the Israelis, which is bullshit. They could surrender any time. Hamas could stop this right now. Surrender, give the hostages back, it's over. But they want a ceasefire. But then because um, they're, the the powers that be because of political reasons now they want to they're they're calling it a pause we want a pause so they they dumbed down the language because they know we're gullible we're you know <laughs> the 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 educated voting base that the Washington Post wants apparently we're educated but they can change the verbiage so because the Biden administration is worried about the swing states Minnesota well Minnesota I don't know why they call that a swing state either Michigan I'll go with Michigan. Minnesota's not. I, when I think about it, I think when, um, when uh, was it Dukakis? One of the elections, Reagan was running. He won 49 states. He didn't win Minnesota. Good job, Minnesota. Way to be on the up and up. Anyway, the, so they're changing it because they, they're trying to play both sides. You can't have. There, there's, not, there's not a neutrality to good and evil. You pick a side. And if you a, a pause, if, if it's a horrible signal to the rest of the world, but they don't give a shit. Remember when we used to say we don't negotiate with terrorists? Well, guess what we do? I mean, even listening to Hamas, they're pleading for assistance in English, but they're screaming for jihad and massacre in Arabic on the same guys because they know we don't speak the language. They know it has to go through an interpreter. They know they're not going to get the thing. But a pause is bad unless you get something for it. Fine. You give up. You give us all the hostages. Give us the remains, and we will let you have water and medical supplies. Nothing military and any money you give them. Is not going to the people. It's going to weapons. It's going to fortifications of sites. You can't have a pause, but that's that's um, 
you can't give away stuff. You can't give them stuff w- without repercussion, without, without um, g- giving us something back. You give me this, I give you that other stuff. But then you get these loud, and again, v- elected, fine. I mean, we could talk about elections <laughs> all you want because the media is going to tell you whatever, and they're going to scare you. And if you go against the grain, they're going to come against you and your family and ruin you. If, uh, well, th- I mean, even right now, boy, we keep talking about New York. Did you notice that the, the Trump case is going on and, uh, um, it's, you remember, uh, like they don't even need anything They're they're there. He's, he's got, um, lawsuits everywhere The his, uh, uh, Eric Trump and Donald Trump Jr. Were in there. Donald Trump Jr. Actually said something funny. He said, uh, walking out of the, he was walking out of the thing and he said to the reporters, just make me look sexy talking about the, the sketch artist in the court. Because did you see that dude? Uh, uh, I, what's his damn name? The, the Bitcoin guy. The, the billionaire that lost everything. Shit. I, this is me not following my notes because I don't give a shit about that guy, but I, I don't have it in here. Uh, San, uh, whatever the hell's name. Whatever. Look at his his sketch, that like his picture next to his sketch. He looks, he goes from uh, uh, um, being that tub of goo to looking like a, a, like a spiky-haired porn star. Dope. I said that porn star because, you know, it is episode 69. But, uh, uh, well, it's like if... If Joe Biden got more votes than anyone in history, if Joe Biden got eight legit got 81 million votes, why is he so afraid of Donald Trump? Why are they trying to get him off of ballots? Because that's what fascists do. Where's Antifa, anti-fascist? Wouldn't they point that out? Oh, that's right. They don't know shit. But they're, you know, they're an educated uh electorate. But uh uh Rashida Talib, I bring her up all the time. Um I mean, hey, she she's loud as shit. She was elected because her her constituents think the same way she does. Whatever, but uh, what was her statement? She said something like, "The American people do not support funding for war crimes like the use of white phosphorus bombs. We are calling for a ceasefire." She's calling for a ceasefire. Uh, President Biden is cheering on Netanyahu, who owns citizens protesting refusal to support a ceasefire. Yada yada yada. If you can imagine like a really ugly muppet screaming. In a high-pitched voice, that's what she sounded like. Doesn't mention what happened to the innocent people. Doesn't mention hashtag Me Too. Look at all the women they murdered. Look at all the women they raped. Look at the woman that was, the 19-year-old girl that was pulled out of the back of that Jeep with uh, the private parts of her sweats bloody. You know why they were bloody? Did you notice in that too? They cut her, uh, they cut her ankles right around the Achilles tendon so she can't run. Resistance. And eventually... You know, it's, uh, the chickens come home to roost, and eventually you got to pay the bills. Uh, you, and you'll notice the people that, that, that they they want to tell you what you want to hear so they can get your vote. It, again, trying to keep it simple. I'm trying to be simple with this. And uh, I, I try to keep good notes. I go off the uh, – I go off script all the time. I'm still thinking of that Bitcoin billionaire's name, whatever – um, but it, but it eventually comes back and and once you could because the problem is right now we're not you're you don't see you're, a lot of people aren't seeing um, the results of their policies until they do. I mean, granted, they still vote vote Democrat down the line. Like, look at the the violence in Chicago. Look at St. Louis. Look at San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, uh, a lot of places. But, but um, just down the down the thing, D, um, sanctuary cities, man, sanctuary cities, until. Like New York's overrun. Um, I said in my last podcast too, just this 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 week, that uh, ten million illegals have crossed the border since 
Um, Joe Biden was elected, and that's $3 million more than New York City. And now New York City, I keep bringing New York City up. I love New York City. It's a city. We can get it back. But now Mayor Eric Adams, I, I, he keeps saying that, uh, uh, you know, Sanctuary City, now, you know, now they put him in hotels. Now, they're doing, now he's saying we will pay for one-way tickets to fly them back to their country of origin. And, of course, by we, he means you. That's like when an instructor says, all right, gents, we are going to do a 10-mile run today. And, of course, by we, you know the rest. Um, and then they, we can't handle it. The budget can't. Well, yeah. And you've been told this. Texas has been dealing with this for a while. Arizona's been dealing with this for a while. California, they're still coming because of the policies. It's not the wall. It's the policies. Christ, there's there's coyotes out there explaining this on television. Here's why it's happening. And here's here's these five dudes from Senegal, each going to a different city. Um. He's telling you that it's because of Joe Biden. They're thanking Joe Biden. But uh, they can't handle it. And now it's here. And then uh, defund the police. Boy, that sounded cool, didn't it? Defund the police. De- defund the LAPD and the NYPD. Defund them. Well, who, who do you call now? Well, now they have no one to call. NYPD guys are leaving. What's the point of assisting with this arrest when all this can happen to me is get a- uh, arrested? This is what happens when the reality smacks you in the face. It's a problem. And it shows up in the darkness, and all of a sudden, bam, here we are. I don't want to be doom and gloom. It's 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 a Friday. I want to have fun. But uh, th- this is the stuff that's on my mind. And these are the people that are continually, continuing to lie to people, too. When they say that Israel is on stolen land, it, Israel is a certified nation. And it has offered every single Arab in the area Israeli citizenship. Anybody can become an Israeli citizen and get all the benefits. Wouldn't that be great? of the Palestinians have rejected it. The Palestinians are not being occupied because Israel gave them a piece of it and said, here it is, but they uh, keep keep rejecting everything. Uh, They elected Hamas, which is a certified terrorist group. But the the United Nations, again, I don't want to get into them today. They refuse to admit it. Um, and, And with Hamas, they have no organization. And all the funding that goes there. Saudi Arabia now is funding Hamas. They're giving them money. People are sending them money. We're sending them money. I've heard that, uh, I got to dig into this too, going off script, that uh, a lot of our taxpayer money goes to, it eventually ends up stipends for families of martyrs, as they call them, but that's a suicide bomber, someone who died fighting the Zionists as they were. I mean, Cutter's doing it. Uh, a lot of people are funding them. Yeah, and, and what, I mean, there something needs to stop where where does a lot of this come from iran what's the result i mean what what's the what do you want to do you need to stop iran from doing this how do you do it well um you got to stop the money they're making i mean did you notice that uh, as soon as we're talking about unfreezing a lot of their billions of dollars this ramps up we're allowing them to sell oil i'm tired of saying this over and over they're selling oil to china all of that money is going to their proxies. And Iran, just, they're, they're, they're using their proxies that we know. 28 times they've attacked um, Americans in, in, that are uh, servicemen uh, and women in uh, Syria, Iraq, different parts of the Middle East. Yeah, we have our stuff. I mean, this is, you, you got to be considering Israel now sent some warships down the Red Sea to deal with Yemen. And that's going to be dangerous. I mean, Yemen is just a fucking crazy as a bag of boogers anyway. Um, and those ships, those two ships could wipe them out, but they're in the fight. Everyone's in the fight all because of Iran. You got to stop Iran. How do you stop Iran? You got to you got to start turning the screws on somebody, the the, the neighboring people there. You got to stop being so nice. To, we've lost deterrent. There is no deterrent. Everyone's acting up. Russia just pulled out of a um, 
nuclear deal. That's scary. They're doing it because they know nothing's going to happen to them. China's behind a lot of this, but Iran's the first one. China doesn't give a shit. Yet, everywhere we go, they're bundling stuff. And what is something that you hear uh, this administration bring up? Well, we really should address climate change. All right, climate fucking change. Let's solve the weather in 100 years with stuff that doesn't work now. I mean, they're slowly starting to realize, speaking of the chickens coming home to roost, all those delicious big whale-killing wind turbines off the coast, oh, they don't work, and they're, oh, they're run by fuel. <laughs> I think it comes down to energy, too. That's something else, too. We cut, cut our own throats, deplete our strategic oil reserves, now we can't drill. We have, we have the most oil in the world. We could be running it, and if you have oil, you have everything. Cut that off, though, because you got to keep the uh, the screaming hippie crime, whatever they are, the people that, that uh, I know how I'll, I'll solve this problem. I'll, I'll glue my face to the Mona Lisa. I'll sit in traffic. There was one in Durham, North Carolina. They shut down traffic on a few uh, <clears throat> a few highways. You're shutting down traffic. Though that'll stop the war. Douche. But you know, you know the solution to that, too? I don't want those dumb kids arrested. I, I certainly don't want the taxpayer paying their student loans my god these fuckers can't make a good decision about anything but they're right about the war and climate change certainly you know what they should just do though is um they i don't know who they are but uh, we you need to get well everyone that was um voting for trump or a trump supporter that got canceled had their lives ruined lost their jobs what they need to do is take pictures of these kids because i know there's a lot of good cops out there uh there's good people everywhere too even some government agencies it's the leadership that sucks <clears throat> the leadership needs to go away. Pretty much everywhere. Um, they need to take pictures, front and profile of these kids, and say, here's what, and just keep a li- list on them. And then when they try to get a job eventually, which they won't last long because God forbid they get to work at nine and stay till five because that's too much for them. They, they, they're between their activism and, and, and whatever they do. Um, just show them to their employers. Their employers are finding stuff on the dark web about people. They're like, you, you realize this is out there. And you realize that the stuff you do on TikTok, not only is it because of an algorithm that China wrote to hate, make you hate your country um, and, and believe bullshit, because if you see it on TikTok, it's got to be real. Um, the employers are seeing it. And they're not impressed. And, and they're, they're finding, too, this is me speaking from experience. Like I spoke to the IDF soldier, paramedic, speaking to employers. They are, uh, it's, it's about as likely for a, an applicant with their preferred pronouns on their resume to get hired as it is for a woman with a hyphenized last name to not get a ticket from a trooper. <laughs> so trying to have fun. Um, it's either worrying about stuff that isn't going to happen for a while or not worrying about stuff because it won't happen for a while. It's like the $35 trillion in debt we're at right now with the uh, interest rates. that just caked on. That's just going to hand that to somebody else. We're having a, tr- a tough time uh, selling bonds. You got to keep raising the rate of return on that. So people in Europe will buy them, keep raising those rates. So they're worth less and less like everything else. Um, I want to bring this up too. Speaking about money, you need to stop spending money, sending it to big insurance companies that profit off of not paying your bills. Did you know that 48 million claims on Obamacare last year were denied? That's one in five claims. They're going to get rejected. Do you want to take that chance? Health insurance sucks. It's confusing, expensive, and frustrating. There is a better way. Welcome to the alternative. Crowd Health was created to get rid of the headaches 
of health insurance that we all feel. For $175 for an individual or $575 for a family of four or more, you can get access to a community of people who are willing to help out in the event of an emergency. You'll also get telemedicine visits, discounted prescriptions, and more, all without doctors' networks getting in the way. Let Crowd Health help you with your healthcare needs. You can get started today for just $99 per month for the first three months if you use code THEOPERATOR and you can get the healthcare you deserve. Crowd Health is not insurance. Learn more at joincrowdhealth.com. That's joincrowdhealth.com. Use code THEOPERATOR. Uh, and because we're having so much fun talking about complete chaos, I need to tell you about, uh, once again, tactical baby gear. Having been to war, I'm telling you, war has rules. Babies do not. From dirty diapers, screaming fits, sleepless nights, parenthood is not for the faint of heart. And I do know from experience, tactical baby gear was founded by parents for parents with kit that you're proud to carry. You will overcome every spit up, blow out, and melt down along the way go check out tacticalbabygear.com check out other cool stuff it's awesome to browse great for yourself great for gifts great for your babies i'm checking it out i'm on it as we speak i love the uh the deuce diaper bag plus baby carrier bundle it is the diaper bag bundle includes tactical baby bag tactical baby carrier diaper changing mat dump pouch stroller straps daddy and mommy pouches it's awesome i love that stuff uh <laughs> tactical baby gear it's um there's all kinds of stuff there's the the carriers with the mods uh mod panels like i said tactical totes you can put the pouches on makes you look cool make pouches buy their pouches the packing cubes keep everything compartmentalized it is highly practical highly functional extremely high quality you look really cool it's great kit you can wear everywhere the strollers the wagons the veer cruisers uh go to tacticalbabygear.com and please use code the operator get 15 percent off tacticalbabygear.com where i like to say we don't say don't tread on me we say don't poop on me tacticalbabygear.com code the operator god guns and diapers baby but not to get all glum and everything because it is Friday and especially because it is episode 69 of the Operator Podcast. Um, we got to try to keep it simple. I love keeping it simple, man. Just keeping it simple along with telling the truth. And that's what I hope happens. But it's not. Because the truth offends people because that's reality and a lot of people don't want to be in reality. I think we need to get back to that. A lot of people do, but they don't have the platform. <sighs> The truth, the truth is good. It's fun, um, but people um, they'll they'll BS you just because of the feel good moments. But then eventually, it uh, it can bite you. I, I've I've said it too many times, red in the face. I don't want to continue to talk about this. We are going to be bringing up the well. I mean, hopefully not the either start or the continuation of World War Three. I want to have fun. I started this to have fun. It's going to be a good. It's it's still fun. We're going to have fun. I do want to hear from you, though, because I, I, I want to know, um, you know, what else to get into, depending on what happens over the next few days, what we're going to rock and roll with. But it's it just it gets frustrating talking about this because uh, uh, the, the only people telling the truth are the terrorists. Yeah. I mean, they're the ones telling us exactly what they're going to do. And then because we don't like to believe the truth, we we. We ask, we, we don't even ask them because when we ask them, they'll tell us again. 
we we say to each other, what what did he really mean when he said death to all the Jews? What did he really? What's he trying to say? They're telling us what they're going to do when they say they want to kill the great Satan, which, by the way, is the United States and our proxies, whoever agrees with us. Then, you know, the little Satan, which I think is the one they really hate is is, uh, Israel, which is the only democracy in the Middle East, by the way. You should keep that in mind. They'll tell us that. And we uh, we 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 go with it, pretend we don't believe at the risk of offending them for some reason, because the bad guys are violent. We don't want to make them violent, even though they will be. And they know that their their proxies are there. And then. They've infused with the help of people who don't like us. I mean, don't kid yourself. Not everybody likes America, especially now, because everybody everybody uh, hates success. And the United States has been successful quite a bit, a lot because of our uh, our oceans. We've been fortunate. We have the the uh, the Atlantic Ocean, and then the um, that other specific ocean is out there. But we have those, you know. But uh, um, uh, so a lot of people don't like us. So a lot of people want to hurt us, and we just refuse to believe them as Americans and the West. And then. We, uh, you know, hold hands and we'll all get along when they tell us they're going to kill us. And I mentioned earlier that um, diversity is great. And when I say that, I mean it is um, um, because I'm thinking food right now, man. Because, I mean, the the best food from different people is awesome. I've eaten in all kinds of restaurants, all kinds of countries. And uh, some of the best food, the best rice I've ever had is in Afghanistan, believe it or not. And uh, uh, the rice is excellent. The meat is excellent. They said it was goat. Shredded goat or freshly fucked or whatever the hell it was, but it's, that was good. And uh, the thing I have with that is the bread's excellent, and a lot, and especially in Afghanistan, just don't watch them make it. I'm sure that they uh, that I brought that up before. We call it the hairy hobbit foot bread for no reason. Like some of those big toes look like thumbs. <laughs> they were so good at kneading the bread. Don't watch it. Delicious. Make a little uh, goat bread, dip it in whatever sauce. Mm. They cook it in a hole. Um, but that's what I meant by like the diversity. And w- with that, I would hope would come the uh, understanding of each other, not trying to dominate you. And, and a lot of a lot of cultures have been guilty of that, dominating the other. But um, I said New York and I've badmouthed New York. What I love about New York when I lived there was um, if it's not on your block, it doesn't exist. Everything that you want any time of day is wide open. I saw uh, there's a I'll look this up but please remind me. Um, there's a sub shop open 24 hours. They make chopped subs and there's always a line, but those are delightful too. But what I'm saying is you can get stuff from anywhere. You can order stuff from anywhere and it's awesome. And that's like where the diversity came in. The problem is when, and we, you know, you see this a lot of places and, and, um, if you bring a certain group that says they want to kill you in mass numbers, that's where diversity will fail. Uh, uh, illegal immigration is a prime example, man. Bring them in, keep it legal. Immigration, keep it legal. They don't. Um, they, the Democrats are all about bringing in as many as they can be with the initial thought of, because my hands in front of my face and then my, I don't want to piss my boss off instead of, I won't tell the people who voted for me why, because they don't need to know, because they're just going to continue to vote for me because I have a D in front of my name. But, um, um, once it finally gets to the end, you realize it, and that's little, I mean, there are countries in Europe that are lost and, um, it's, 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 it's a problem with, with, uh, Lying to yourself until the truth smacks you in the face is when the wolf does show up and you need the sheepdog. So that's the unfortunate truth. But we are going to have fun with this. I do want to hear from you. Like I mentioned before, uh, at the Operator Podcast on Instagram is the best one because that one's not restricted yet. Um, And uh, that's a good one. At at Makuya is still good, M-C-H-O-O-Y-A-H. I'll put it on my story to get some more. I want to get into the mental health things too and uh, because I don't want to be one of those talking heads that has a podcast that is all doom and gloom and we blah, 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 and we all hate each other because I still firmly believe that most people are good if given a chance. And I still think diversity is good 
the way it's supposed to be, not not uh, occupying a bridge. I'm looking right at you, Durham, North Carolina. But, uh, you know, just keep it simple. Have a great Friday. Wear the proper shirt for episode 69. And you're never out of the... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.